Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. You're listening to another episode. Every other Tuesday, I release a short bit about whatever's going on in the Parks household or whatever's in my head at the time. It's a way for you to get to know me a little better in between my rare disease interviews. Most of you know I'm from a teeny tiny small town in Montana. We didn't have any kind of public transportation, no buses, light rails, or taxis. Also, way before Uber and Lyft came onto the scene. So yes, in Montana, it was all done by a horse-drawn carriage, uphill, both ways in the snow. When I moved from Montana to Washington, I first moved to this town called Bremerton, a Navy town I soon learned. It's across the Puget Sound from Seattle, and you have to take an hour-long ferry ride to go back and forth between the two towns. A ferry. Also something I had only seen in movies with like a New York setting before. I was originally in school in Montana with my eyes set on nursing school for whatever reason and left to move to Seattle with a loser. The age-old story. I left what I was doing and followed some guy to Washington, which now I see was the best decision I ever made because I wouldn't be here without making that choice. Anyway, I realized Bremerton was not really my scene and was thinking, hmm, what could I do in Seattle? And was like, well, why don't I just go to hair school and learn how to be a cosmetologist? That sounds fun. So I researched all the schools around and found like the creme de la creme of the beauty schools. It was in a neighborhood called Capitol Hill in Seattle. So I made an appointment to go take a tour and sign up. This was also way before Uber and Lyft and GPS on our phones. So we had MapQuest to get around typically, and I forgot to print out my MapQuest that day, but I had remembered when I looked on the website that it was just a straight shot right up from the ferry that would take me like directly there practically. And I remember that morning really vividly. I remember being so terrified to just go, to go to Seattle by myself, to visit the school to be out in the big city navigating things. And I begged my friend and roommate to come with me, but she was in no state to join. And, you know, it's weird because I felt so independent and confident in general, but for some reason, this was, this was really scary to me. But I did it. I did it anyway. And I got lost. You know, I had like a pink Moto Razor and it's very limited map was so confusing. And I got to Ninth Avenue and then it said Terry. Um, like what? Where? Where's 10th? Where's 10th Avenue? And I remember seeing a direct line on the map and all of a sudden I was stuck and I was getting hot and nervous and I had never been late for anything in my entire life. I had like called everyone and nobody answered the phone. And if you know anything about Seattle, none of the people walking around would even sort of make eye contact with me for me to like say, excuse me. I felt stupid and cringed at my fear and knew I shouldn't have done this or was even maybe a little disappointed that maybe I wasn't independent or brave. And I kind of, felt like this a couple days ago for a moment. I was coming off of the glow and the go, go, go of the Global Gene Summit, and I went straight to another event to speak on a panel. It was kind of last minute, 
anyways, uh, agreeing to do it. But they were like, come stay at this beautiful place and you can bring your whole family. So I was like, okay, well, if I can go home and see the family, I'll totally do this. Loved her anyways and was happy to happy to join in. And so I wasn't super prepared and maybe didn't completely understand my role exactly. And I was talking on the panel at 8 a.m. And suddenly I felt like I was on 9th and Terry. And I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> where you are? What are you talking about? Why did you even try to do this? Why are you here, Effie? And I left feeling sorry for the woman who so ecstatically invited me. And I felt like I let her down. I was in the weeds when I was talking and it just became a mess. And I was walking back to my family, to the cabin, and I thought, Effie, this one wasn't good. This was a crash and burn. You didn't do a good job and you got lost. And there was no one to swoop in. There was no map. And out loud, as I was walking through the damp forest back to the cabin, I said, Effie, you can feel bad about this for only a couple more loop-de-loos in the forest. Sometimes we just kind of suck. And that's okay. Because you got up there and you tried. And you definitely learned a lesson or two. Maybe it's don't go back to back on events. Or maybe it's just like, Hey, Effie, maybe you could just make an outline once in a while and not just speak from your heart. You know, print off that MapQuest directions just in case you get lost. Back in Seattle, I actually eventually left said loser and I got my own apartment in the heart of downtown Seattle. After I had been commuting on the ferry for years, two hours a day and making my way through the city all on my own, I knew a dozen bus routes. <laughs> I knew the ferry schedule by heart. I can draw you a map of probably eight Seattle neighborhoods that I used to walk through every single day, 20 miles a day. And navigating that city wasn't really scary after I just made the decision and I kept doing it. Just like my failure at this last panel. It doesn't define me. Screwing up and failing is all part of the process. And getting back up feels so much sweeter than it does to sit down in there longer than needed. Maya Angelou says, courage allows the successful woman to fail and learn powerful lessons from the failure so that in the end, she didn't fail at all.